1: Hello and welcome to episode 178 of the Nile 9 podcast, it is myself, Niall and Andrea Cleary here. How are you doing,
2: Andrea? I'm good, Niall. How are you doing? I'm warm I'm again. I'm good, I'm oh. good. Yeah, you're,
1: you're feeling the warmth, you're feeling the Warm, again, warm.
2: again, naturally. Um, but yeah, I'm good. Uh, it's a nice sunny day.
1: Sure look it's summer. We're still on summertime. I'm still on summertime. I don't know if you are, but uh yeah, we we did a ni- nice old episode last week about festivals and stuff we've we've gone to. Uh, and since then I sat in an armchair and watched a lot of uh festival coverage. My fourth uh, festival in yes. four weeks, which uh this time it was on the TV and uh, which is of course Glastonbury. And uh I have to say, well I had a great weekend as well. I was still out a few times and but I still managed to fit a lot of glastonbury mm. in blast to be watching this month so it was great i was just it was such a novelty to have it back again to be able to see all of it and just be able to like the iplayer is great being able to tune in to five different stages all at once it's just really it was I, I didn't take it for granted anyway I'm mm. gonna tell you that. I'm gonna tell you that so yeah i didn't have great. the luxury I of, of the
2: iplayer fun. but uh i was able to switch between bbc's one three and four, one, two, and four um and even even that level of coverage was pretty brilliant to be honest like they were the coverage was excellent um as you'd expect from the bbc but um give us the iplayer bbc i i sent them an email a few years uh, ago and i was like here i like people are willing to pay for the iplayer if you just like just just give it to us like can we have the iplayer please um and they they noted my um my suggestion so you know any day now uh but yeah the coverage was absolutely fantastic it was really really great um the saturday night was my you know i was really 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 excited for paul and he was fantastic um he was absolutely brilliant we put on the coverage say at about like five every day four or five every day and just kind of watched it for the evening then and yeah. it was great just being able to like just watch the whole festival from the comfort of your couch get up and make a cup of tea whenever you want to yeah. especially haven't been to a festival this month as well it's like ah uh, yeah i i think i probably would have been a bit more jealous of the people who were physically there had i not camped kind of very very recently um and remembered uh exactly what it's like to do that but yeah it was it was absolutely mm-hmm. brilliant i really really like this year's um this year's class and i haven't even gotten through like all the sets that I want to watch online. Um oh they're still putting them, still up, putting them yeah, up. They're they, they're not putting up kind of full sets yet. Um
1: well the iPlayer does have a lot of full sets if you if you get an L VPN going, no. uh, it is great for that. Yeah. I watched quite a yeah. few of them. Um look it's worth it's worth having a look at. I have to say I was not impressed with Michael on Saturday.
2: Are My you serious?
1: Pretty Yeah, his voice was all He's eighty I mean, years he was, old. He was weak. Yeah, I know, but he can actually sing better now. I think his voice was gone a bit, to be honest. I, I think he needed a few
2: back and scenes. I disagree. I thought he was I, I thought he was absolutely outstanding. Well, mm-hmm. I mean
1: your your love is blind. My love
2: Paul is McCartney, not blind for so, Paul McCartney. You know. My love is not blind <laughs> for musicians. Um it's Your your
1: your Instagram page is basically just a Paul McCartney tribute. <laughs> your Instagram stories based. I, I
2: have I have I, know, a, he, I have a Paul stories, but um no, I th- I thought he was outstanding. Um like, he was, he was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. He played for, what, two and a half hours or something? Full of... no.
1: Quantity is not quality, necessarily, but, okay. uh, you know. Uh, you I can just have it, that, that opinion
2: and, and be wrong, but I thought he was absolutely outstanding. Eight, 80 years of age, like... he
1: I mean, yeah, great for him. Uh, I just felt it I felt it was a bit...
2: I don't know. I was really
1: excited about it, and then I put it on. I was like, this is not really what I wanted. What did you <laughs> so, want? I don't know. Did you want the Beatles? I mean... No, I didn't want the Beatles, uh, necessarily. No, I wanted—I don't know. I just felt the first hour and a half was real, was a bit of a drag or something. It was just it seemed to drag for me a bit. Um, a lot of different choices that I wouldn't have expected. I thought it would be a bit more of a uh, greatest hits or something like. Mm. Like, I mean,
2: it—it was—it anyway, was, it was it a greatest really hits. He just—he just, he just played. A I know lot when of... you look
1: technically over all of it, it looks. Oh, just didn't didn't really work for me. I didn't really enjoy it. And that's that's what it comes back to. Fair enough. Till the end, and it really like got going. I think he, I just felt like he needed some backing singers or something as well, mm. like, really something to, to lift it. And by contrast, then like you're looking at the likes of Kendrick on Sunday. Jesus Christ, I couldn't
3: well, believe. it. Ke- yeah, what Kendrick was a completely
2: different. Like the three headliners actually were were very very different. Like Billie Eilish, very stripped back, basically just just her and. Phineas on the stage, I thought she did an excellent job. um I thought the sound was was good for her, considering how she sings, like she sings quite um quietly and then loudly. you know the, the, there's a lot of kind of different dynamics in, in in her voice that you kind of have to deal with if you're dealing with that kind of sound, especially on that size of a stage. Um there were a few moments during her set where I thought she could have done a bit more on the stage, um but only once or twice, really, and then the rest was was fantastic. Um Paul I thought was excellent. Um was one of the best Glasto uh uh performances I've seen. Uh, certainly of a man of his age, uh and a man of his kind of back catalogue. And then Kendrick was obviously um completely and utterly outstanding just mesmerizing like it, it, i was texting you know in, in the whatsapp group the the previous few nights and then everything leading up to kendrick um we were all like okay what what channel are we switching over to now and like it was like we were all kind of watching together but then once kendrick came on i, I had to put the phone down and really like pay attention to it because there was so much going on with the dancers yeah, and the visuals the ones, yeah. and with him as well i just I, I couldn't take my eyes off him like his his performance even just like how, how he looked, like in his face, how he looked, you know, he, he looked really kind of solemn and serious sometimes. And there was one moment where it looked like he was like, maybe going to crack a smile. And I was like, oh my God, is he going to smile? You know, it was just, I was so captivated by, by how much he gave to that performance. I thought he was, he was yeah. outstanding. I, yeah. I wonder now
1: if it's going to be a once off or is it a preview of what's come when it, when he arrives in Dublin? Yeah, kind of pre- debut of the show? interesting because the way it was set up it kind of it was like a greatest hits as opposed to the is the mr morale um, you know tour although it seems to be i would imagine we were going to get those dancers again i was interested in their garb as well they're like what they were dressed mm-hmm. as exactly and i couldn't quite figure out looking forward to i haven't seen anything yet but, yeah um, i loved how he was dressed as well i the thought the was, the,
2: the yeah. crown of thorns was brilliant like did not expect the the blood in the in the in the last song, and uh, it was oh, it's just absolutely fantastic and managed brilliantly. Like I, I can imagine that it, it it was a bloody, it was a lot of hard work went into, you know, managing that that stage production. Just nobody put a foot out of place. He didn't put a note out of place. Like everything was very very meticulous. Um, and some people like that, yeah. and some people don't. Like some people don't like uh, performances to be that kind of regimented. But on his I he, he had a fair few like uh uh you know gaps as well at the same time
1: in between those kind of chapters that he was doing you know and it was it was interesting the way he did it with breaking up by album and all that kind of mm. stuff and I think it was yeah I mean it was broken up by album but then also interspersed with you know some songs from the new album as well and I thought yeah, the songs from so the new album
2: sounded great um. I, yeah. I, yeah, I yeah, but it was why was wise to do that I think now,
1: so. not not just play the album back uh, front to back because what I thought was gonna happen when he started and uh but look, I mean, I the whole weekend last weekend, I was just watching I was watching so many sets there was uh we started with the likes of Confidence Man on Friday afternoon, and um I' get into them in a bit, but uh, stuff like Jesse Ware, who I saw at Prevera and I was just like seeing her up close on the TV it was like, ah. The, the nuance that I missed, like, in the flesh, mm. uh, I saw here the likes of Little Sims, who I still regret not seeing last December in the Academy in Dublin here, uh, two days after the Voice, I think it was. Uh, and then seeing stuff that I had seen recently, like Bicep and Megan Thee Stallion
2: again. I watched Bicep and I, I was like, this is really not, well. this is. Just sitting on a couch and watching this is not the vibe. I switched it off about halfway through. It's like, I was like, no. Yeah. I thought it
1: looked, looked really good. It but did. You know, but it was, after a while I got a live, bit, I,
2: I was music. just like,
3: mm. yeah, yeah,
2: this
1: is, um, I enjoyed Fortet's, uh, whole set. Actually, that was great. Um, just listening to it from the iPlayer as well. That was great. I really enjoyed that. And was uh, the likes of, uh, just see, like dropping into stuff like big teeth and, and seeing, Obviously, they're an amazing band and and just getting to watch that self-esteem as well. Of course, it really felt like a moment. There was a lot of tears uh, on the Saturday or sun- Sunday when I was watching it. It was a lot of, uh, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, self-esteem uh, shed a few tears. It was a uh, uh, Sam Fender, Joy Crooks. They were all got a bit emotional. And why not? Because, you know, these are uh, acts who have not got the chance to play the Glassbury yet before uh, and finally getting to do it. After, you know, tr- nearly three full years, essentially. Mm. Uh, I was also really impressed with the likes of Olivia Rodrigo, who, you know, great. obviously a lot of other people um, on stage were talking about uh, what was happening in America with the Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade. And uh, I thought she, for a 19 year old, like basically Disney adjacent star, what she said was uh was very clear and honest and you uh, should not hold back. I was like, I'm, she said, uh, I'm terrified that so many women and so many girls are going to die because of this. Uh, I wanted to dedicate this song to the five members of the Supreme Court who have shown us at the end of the day that they truly don't give a shit about freedom. I was just really impressed and then she brought up uh, Lily Allen and did Fuck You. So I thought that was a nice cathartic moment as well. There's just, there's just so much there to watch mm. as well. I enjoyed no- it's Noel still, Gallagher still going.
2: Um, and his high F&Bs um I thought I thought they were great like I've never ever listened to any of their music like any of Noel Gallagher's like newer music and I thought it all sounded great the band were fantastic um and then he did a kind of a Oasis greatest hits thing at the end then as well uh which was which was fantastic um he's, he's such a good performer he's as good now as he ever was you know um and he's he's getting on a bit as well so yeah I really enjoyed him he was on before Paul on um on Saturday, um, Harry and I had a bet going that he'd come out um, during Paul's set, but he obviously didn't get the invite, and in, and in the way that Bruce mm. and uh, Dave Grohl did, um,
1: not quite, qu- not quite that level, not quite that level.
2: No, no, I think it would have meant so much to him. But then he he was interviewed after Noel was interviewed after the gig, and he was like, yeah, "I'm going off to get a sandwich and catch up with try and catch up with all my friends who are all already drunk." So I have to go and like sink a lot of pints now and i was like never change no um but uh yeah and then my my friend carlo pointed out in the whatsapp group while we were watching paul when um when dave Grohl came out that um he reckoned that was his first like public appearance or certainly performance yeah um since Presumably. since Taylor died and you know I, did, I just wonder like what him and paul talked about because obviously Paul has lost um well he, he lost one band member um very suddenly and has lost another uh, bandmate as well in the past and yeah I just wonder if they if they spoke about it or anything and yeah he did he, he mm. looked like Dave Grohl looked as though it meant a lot to him um and what what a what a lovely way to kind of you know come back to performance you know with with A hero at at Glastonbury, I thought that was that was really sweet, Um, and I'll never get over people yelling Bruce and how much it sounds like boo, like I just never I'll never get used to that. Like I've I've never seen Bruce Springsteen live. I would really like to, Um, but it just it just it does really feel good because he walked out and I was like, are they booing him? And Harry was like, no, they're saying Bruce. And I was okay. Yeah, I always forget that that's a thing. Um, If I was him, I'd be like, please stop doing that. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe some people are booing. I was saying booers, but um, uh, yeah. yeah, they were not. Yeah, I thought Bruce was enough. great. He was fantastic. God, he's looking looking better at every year that goes by. <laughs> he's really on a How bell does he curve. Do it? How does, How he, do does it? he do it? You know. Um, and then yeah, Dave Grohl coming out in his Abbott uh, hoodie at the end uh, was really the item on, on the cake of that set for me.
1: I wonder will I be able to buy that hoodie on Sunday because I'm going to. You are you going to? Oh yeah, yeah. I
2: mean, we need to do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've, uh, do we have next week's episode sorted then? Are <laughs> we just going to talk about ABBA again? Yeah. Are uh, you excited for it? I'm, I'm going to. Absolutely. Of
1: yeah. course. Mm. Yeah. A I, I, uh, pal of mine went last week and he was not a big fan mm. at all of ABBA at all. He was like kind of dreading it a bit because his was going was the main driver of this gig. And uh, he sent me a text as soon as he left and he was just like, No, that was some of the most <laughs> incredible things I've ever oh, seen. Oh, that's great. Well, I'm not going to spoil it for you. I just, just, you can't, I can't wait for you to oh, see like, brilliant. Oh, brilliant.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've heard nothing but good <laughs> That's what things. That's um, I, I I still yeah. think nobody understands exactly what's going on there with the holograms and stuff. But, you know, you don't need to. Just well, it's not
1: holograms. It. My understanding is it's high definition screens. But what I, what I wanted hopefully Sunday will answer what I should answer because I'll be there. Is that how do screens then look like they're also present and 3d i don't understand are, that part my question I mean? is are
2: Appa gonna be in the building are they there no okay so they're not no, there God, at all no
1: they're only there the first night no okay absolutely not okay definitely not they're just there they were there the first day opening night and that was it and i mean this thing is running until january or february next year or something like that so and then it's probably going to move cities so it's a custom built um Venue would you say it's still possible for
2: to get tickets like for later in the year, or is it like extremely oh, solid? Yeah, no, absolutely. Oh really? Like
1: there's, there's 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 like two or there's like matinee shows. It's like oh. it's going on. I'd it's, love a like matinee Ten show shows a week. That
2: would be great. Go to that, then head yeah, out to just, dinner, then go to Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> just have a day in London. There you That'd go. be lovely. Yeah. Okay, I'm I mean, gonna look into it.
1: That's the plan. That's the plan. That's my Sunday, and then on uh, Friday go on to see L C D Sound System in Brixton Academy Very good. as well. Just uh, you know, kind of uh, a post-pandemic treat for myself. <laughs> Basically, it was like, oh, I'd like to see them again. That'd be nice. And they're only playing in London, so I'll go and see them. It wasn't?
2: Uh, didn't so, they uh perform at some like NFT conference uh, or something?
1: Uh, <laughs> I saw it was some uh, <laughs> festival, Ape Fest oh, or something Ape like that, Fest and it's just full just, of tech bros. <laughs> oh, it's just like the the tweet I saw was a video of um some guy who's some Bitcoin bro who's uh, (laughs) a ape bro Uh, who's at thing. And he just pulled vibe into LCD sound system and just put up a video of, of the band playing and no one paying attention. uh, this This is exactly what it's like to DJ for, like tech people and web summit and live gigs that for the have web you have you done those like sorts of all like all corporate of event things I before yeah actually in fairness no i, I it's been fine for me but i think for like a live, for a dj mm. for a live act sometimes just people just don't care they yeah. just don't care and they're there to network and that's fine and we're just like no one wants to see I'm sure James Murphy and all got well paid for that gig, but Jesus! But like, what if they were I paid in be, NFTs? Be.
2: Like, because you can't. Definitely I mean, <laughs> I, I I don't know if if you can like be seen to be paying people not in crypto if you're organizing a crypto conference. Like, they were probably paid in oh, like you in have Bitcoin. To. No way! No way! <laughs> I'd say he's the cheek. I, the cheek. I think he owns an ape. i I'm calling it now. <laughs> I think he owns one.
1: Okay. If I see him on Amazon, yeah,
2: moment. do, yeah, or <laughs> is, is isn't that what all this blockchain stuff is supposed to do? We should be able to see who's owned it at all times. It's all, uh,
1: it's not like a unique, it's not like a public user ID. Oh, look, there's a cat behind you. Uh, it's not. I don't think it's like attributable just directly to somebody. Maybe it is. Maybe you can find if somebody's name is. Who
2: knows? There. I mean, I should, the bot I don't know, and I don't. I don't. The care. bottom is apparently out of the whole <laughs> shindig anyway. So hopefully we'll. Get to stop hearing about it soon enough. Anyway, what we do want to hear oh, about yeah. is uh the music that we enjoyed in June 2022. Yeah, so it's summer,
1: and I think when it comes around to this time of year, obviously, you know, being away in some of this month, there was a lot of time where I wasn't really doing a lot of. I was doing, obviously, I do a lot of new music listing, and I don't want to understate that because like every week, Every day when I'm sitting here or I'm working, I'm doing something. But there was a lot of time this month where, uh, as we discussed last week, being a primavera and the likes of that, where you just aren't checked into new music and it's kind of necessary. But also as well with the glass footage as well, I found myself going back to, you know, other stuff that was on, all the the acts were on, uh, listening to some of their music as well. Not necessarily new, new, new music. So I did put a lot of those tracks in the uh, Patreon Weekly actually this week the Spotify playlist that I put up every week and uh, uh for Patreon. So that is uh patreon.com forward slash niler 9 if you want to access to that there's one every week and uh, and the Discord as well as you've heard from the Discord uh, crew last week. So yeah it's kinda of mad like this it's 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 summertime. All the outdoor gigs have started again. Mm. Um, obviously Glastonbury brings a lot of acts to the UK And therefore they filter out around Ireland and Dublin and all sorts like Cork and Musgrave Park and uh, up in Belfast for Belsonic and then Fairview Park in Dublin, St. Anne's Park, Trinity. I went to see Michael Kiwanuka um, on Monday night with Gabriel's, uh, which is very good um in the Trinity uh summer series. So and then Marley Park with Green Day and Longitude is on this weekend. So basically everything, it's summer, it's still summer. It's a big summer vibes going on at the moment. And that does actually mean that like new music is starting to slow down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's still quite a lot. So what we're gonna do is basically just you know here's the best of what we heard. I but I did spend a lot of my caveat is basically I did spend a lot of time listening to Stuff I already liked this month for the first time in a while. it has been the first time since January. I probably did that. So, um, but I'm gonna start with let's start with your choice because I know that um, you've picked loads of uh bicep bangers, right? No, you haven't. Bicep <laughs> manifesto. No, you picked an old here. favorite. Um,
2: yeah, I mean, uh. Julia Docklin, like obviously, I don't know, like it's a great song. Let's let's listen to it. Uh, this is Julia Jacklin's latest track. Uh, I was neon. It sounds like this.
1: That's Julie Jacqueline. I didn't pick Julie Jacqueline because I knew you would. So uh, I left that one free I for you. I <laughs> my other list
2: and I was like, oh, Niles probably picked this. I'll just go in and make sure. And then I saw you hadn't picked it. I was like, Debbie didn't pick it because because of me. Because it like, I mean... It's the case with Julia Jacklin, definitely. Like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We're not hearing, you know, a mad, you know, divergence in sound here or anything. And I, I just, I never want that. I want her to always be making music that kind of makes me feel the way that this makes me feel, which is just kind of cozy and warm and like just that that l- l- lovely little garagey sound with her beautiful, beautiful vocals. Um, this is an old song that she wrote for a previous project. Um. Uh, called Rattlesnake that she used to play drums for, uh, back in twenty nineteen, and uh, she she came back to the song and and rewrote it and and recorded it for the, uh, her upcoming album, um, Pre Pleasure, uh, which comes out in, on August twenty sixth this year, um, and we've already heard, um, Lydia wears a cross from that album as well, which I think I might have chosen for one of our best of the month before it's it's certainly we've certainly mentioned it on on the podcast before anyway um really, really excited for this um I mean we were talking before we were recording about how things are a bit you know it, it, it's a bit scarce uh in terms of albums right now but I think you know towards the end of the summer we're really gonna start to get um a lot of great albums and i I was i was kind of thinking i had julia jackman in mind when i was saying that you know end of august really really Mm. nice time andrea is starting to like really hyper fixate on autumn mode by you know by the end of august it's it's the perfect time for me it's the perfect time for her to um to release an album so um yeah, really. She's excited.
1: heralding your favorite. She season. is. She's
2: an absolute devil for it. Like she knows. She knows exactly what I want. Um, and she gives it to me. She's she's great. Um, is she playing here this year?
1: She is. Yeah, November third in Victoria oh, Street. Oh, that's it. Um, yeah, so yeah.
2: It's, it's a day after, after my birthday yeah, um, as well. I mean why is she she so obsessed with me like julia just (laughs) just call me like (laughs) Uh but um yes i think (laughs) i i if i i think i might have a ticket someone might have got me a ticket for that already um that i'm just remembering now but um yeah she's she's fantastic she's amazing i love this song um i love the video she directed the video herself um She said she rewrote it for her album during a time when she was desperately longing for a version of myself that I feared was gone forever. I was thinking of this song when I made the album cover. This song is the album cover, really. Um, uh, So, yeah, it's uh, and I think as well, she she wrote it not on guitar. Uh, She said, for the first time, I stepped away from the guitar and wrote a lot of the album on the Roland keyboard in my apartment in Montreal with its inbuilt uh, band tracks. I blew reams of butcher paper to the walls, covered in lyrics and ideas, praying to the music gods that my brain would arrange everything in time. Um, so she's just, you know, gone a bit crazy. And I like that. Um, lovely. Going, Julia. Lovely. Yeah. Great song.
1: I don't think we heard anything. The band is actually called Rattlesnake. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Yeah, I don't we heard. It. Sorry. Right. I mean, it looks. I thought I had to check if it was a typo there um, for me on this side.
2: Um, it's a typo on the Bush. NME as well. Yeah. Oh, it's known as it? Rattlesnake. Um, yeah. Um,
1: Rattle. Yeah. snack. I, ju- I just checked it. Um, so they never released anything. So another project she started that uh, we never yeah, heard. Yeah, I know. From. So that's well, that's good. That's good. There might be more on that in the future. Yeah. I'm going to stick with a guitarist and a songwriter. And um, this is a artist called Madison Coningham, and the song is called Hospital. <laughs>
4: Screen or microscope
1: So that's Madison Cunningham. She is an LA singer songwriter, and uh, I went to see her recently in the Grand Social. My pal uh, Cole brought me along. Um, he he started. He wanted to start this thing of like going to more. Well, I mean, for himself, going to more gigs. I mean, I go to a lot of gigs, but uh, I think we're still getting back into that phase as well. And this was a nice one because I knew nothing about her, um, and I went along with him as as the plus one, and just really enjoyed it. I thought she was kind of. She did this kind of uh, early days of Saint Vincent thing, which just being a really cool, like angular, uh, interesting, um, expressive guitarist. She played her st- the whole the entire set on her own, and uh, just I was super impressed. It was kind of slightly countrified. Some of it. This was more Hospital is the name of this song. This is more of like uh, it's definitely more rocky. Uh, it's but it, you can sense her voice mm-hmm. there. It has a bit of a country influence. So she has a second album uh, coming out called Revealer on September 9th, and I think she's been picked up by a major label here as well. Um, and so I'm interested to see what, what happens with her. She's Madison Cunningham, um, definitely is apparently coming back before the end of the year um, to Ireland. So look out for her for that. That is Madison Cunningham. And the song is called
2: Hospital. Yeah. I really like that song when I listened to it on the um, on the playlist earlier. Um, and it reminded me, actually, yeah. just now listening to it, that I also really enjoyed Casey Musgraves um, at Glasbury. She was oh, outstanding. Yeah, sure. um, she's great.
1: There's so much. There's so much music coming out of our there ears. it is. Um, ears.
2: Are we to me now, or to we? Are we? Are we to you? To me? It's to you in the playlist. To play you. List. To you. To me. To um. You. Okay. So. Um. Right. Uh, an album you got, from me. You got an yeah, album. Now. Album for yeah. me. Um. Jessie Buckley and Bernard Butler um, For All Our Days That Tear The Heart is the name of the album um, and the song we're going to play is Footnotes on the Map and it sounds like this
4: Spends its whole life on its wings Beats the wind instead The sun says it can, it can, it will, it will flow away, but the rain, we must listen
1: Yes, Jessie Buckley and Bernard Butler. Tell me a bit more about how this
2: came about. Yeah, I mean, she's just a fucking stupidly talented person, isn't she? Like she's just outrageous. <laughs> um, I'll just do it all. Yeah, I just I'll just be amazing at literally everything I do. Oh, I'm obsessed with her. Yeah, so they were apparently um introduced via her uh her manager who thought that they would get along and then through a shared love of um bands like Talk Talk um they they just kind of came together and started started writing music together it's it's a weird one like because i feel like we haven't heard from um from Bernard Butler in this in, in as forward facing a, a way as this i mean he's produced a lot um in recent years but like you know it it, it just seemed like a strange du- duo to me because i mean i hadn't really heard her mm. sing before either and this came out to... didn't
1: she sing? i haven't seen the film She she does sing in that film though isn't she wild rose she i haven't seen film? it
2: um yeah i i yeah, I, I, don't I, remember I, I can seeing imagine that she's sung yeah uh, in in films or, or or on stage before, but i mean she really does like it it's not um like you you forget that she's who she is when you're listening to the album, like it's a very kind of characterful album, um, written from from kind of different perspectives. I think that song is a good idea of like, it, it's a good taster of what the album sounds like. Um, it's it's quite serious, um, and really quite beautiful as well. And I yeah, I I just think it's brilliant. Like I, the the pair of them just just seem to have really hit on what it is that the vision is, and. Executed it very, very well. Um, it, it sort of for me, it came out of nowhere. Um, I didn't, I didn't know that it was being released until the day it was released, and that might have been me just not paying attention to things. But I was like Jesse Buckley, hardly, and bernard Butter, hardly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it must be two other people who have so, like the same names as these two people. But um, yeah, I'd really, really recommend putting it on. I mean, you and I have talked before about those albums that you, you know, those albums for those days and it's just, it's a slow day. It's maybe a Sunday afternoon or whatever it is. You're cooking something that takes a few hours to cook. You're making a chili. Um, and you want something in the background to just kind of get lost with, um, or to go on a walk with or whatever. And, and it's, yeah, it's really captivating. Her voice is wonderful. Um, and they work beautifully together. I, I, I think it's a really, really, really strong record and it's gotten uh, very, very good notices, uh, across the board, um, kind of yeah. four stars from the guardian or from the observer and, I think four stars in the Irish times and yeah, it's gotten very good, um, good reviews and I've no idea if they have uh, any plans to continue to make music together, if this is a one-off thing or if she has any more plans to kind of, you know, pursue music. She's a very, very busy woman. Um, But yeah, it's wonderful. I'd really, I'd highly recommend listening to it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Very good. I saw they were on jewels. Oh, I missed
2: that. I must have a look at that
1: sure flat out being just being brilliant creative and busy all the time yeah she's in that film men yeah i'm Um, excited to see that there was some chat about that
2: in the um in the discord film group um it seems to be kind of dividing people some people like it some people really hated it (laughs) so um i saw her in that that film the lost daughter Mm -hmm.
1: the olivia um Mm -hmm. that was an interesting one as well very nuanced yeah Um, But anyway, that's that's Jesse Buckley and Bernard Butler So that's your first album My first album uh, for this month Is is an album that didn't come out uh, In June, it came out on April 1st But look, it's arriving um, As uh, holiday season begins uh, With a song called Holiday Uh, This is Confidence Man So that's holiday, a song that uh, just has grown on me over the last few months, and I was like, "Oh, I remember Confidence Man? That was that band that had a uh, uh, that uh, repeat the boyfriend repeat song uh, maybe four or five years ago, uh, and were I know Claire Beck used to play them a lot on TXFM. Mm-hmm. That's I kind of wasn't really paying attention to them since then, and then that song and a couple of others I started hearing, and I was like, "Hold on, this band have a a an album." coming out on April 1st and I ended up watching their um, their uh, launch party on, on YouTube because it was broadcast from Australia, I believe, or, or maybe it wasn't, maybe it was just an afternoon thing, um, because they're an Australian band, they're a four-piece. Um, one of the members was formerly in a band called the Jungle Giants and two of the members, one of those people, and the members uh, were these kind of black, Overall, kind of like hat things, and so they're kind of anonymous. But then the singers you hear there are they call themselves Janet Planet and Sugar Lips, and it's all very silly and fun and boppy electro pop stuff. And to be honest, it's kind of what I needed. uh, I'm very surprised that you haven't
2: been like on this band from the beginning. I just would have assumed that this was like your well, I'll tell you
1: why. Yeah, because I think the first one, the first album they had, "Confident uh, Music for Confident Mm. People," I think it was called, is is it's a bit, it's a bit gimmicky. That's
2: twenty eighteen. There was a lot of
1: twenty eighteen. Yeah, it was a bit gimmicky. It like it had a lot of songs like repeat. which repeat was like a fun bop, but then they had a couple of other songs on the album like that, and they're very much like here's a spoken word song. We're being funny. Mm. Um and it was like, oh, this is fine, but it, it does great over time. Mm. Don't you know in a in a band was another one? Uh it's fine, like it was fine. It was okay. But I was like, grand, whatever. Um, and then I saw I think they kept coming up with my YouTube algorithm after I watched that video. And so I kept seeing the live performances, especially of that song Holiday, mm. and they were on Jules as well. And I was just like, They're really fun and they don't give a crap, and they're just like throwing themselves around the place. And it's, it reminds me of, well, the tilt, the album came out and I was like, the first six songs are great. And uh, it dips down a bit after that, but like the first six songs are brilliant. Mm. And you're like, okay. The, and they've, they've started singing more and they, and as opposed to just spoken word stuff. So I went to see them in Vicker Street last the week. El- 11.30
2: PM start. <laughs> 11.30 <laughs> PM. And I was just like, this is good crack.
1: And then last Friday, watched them uh, from premium or Watched them from Glastonbury uh, live on the iPlayer. And I was like, oh, they're such They are. Fun. They're great. So I've, just been, I've just been spinning them a lot. They kind of remind me of a a modern 2022 version of like um, a D-Light. Mm. That's what it kind of reminds me of. That kind of vibe. It's like, it's not serious. It's fun. We need more. We need more like uh, boppy, electro pop kind of bands, live bands. And uh, they're full of it. And they have their dance moves are... They've got a great arsenal of dance moves. They just never stop moving. Um, I just really like them. They're upbeat bops with hooks galore. And it's a lot of fun. And uh, when you need some summery, I mean, holiday. It's a song called Holiday. And I was like, I'm going on holidays. <laughs> this is my vibe for Ooh. June. <laughs> it's summer. I'm doing this. And uh, so it just, it's just been it's in my head all the time this month. So that's why Confidence Man, Tilt is the album I've been listening to a lot. Uh, yeah, certainly the first six songs are brilliant on it. Uh, a few, few dodgy ones in there, but like mostly it's just a lot of fun. And uh yeah, I love it. It's confidence man tilt. i definitely go see them again. And uh and you should too, because they're good crack. So there Excellent. you go. That's confidence man.
2: Um my next choice is um 150 seconds uh of dry cleaning. <laughs> um it is the song Don't Press Me, um, and it's from an upcoming record. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about how I feel about the record after taking a listen to this. This is Don't Press Me. It <laughs>
5: a gaming mouse so don't touch my gaming mouse you rat
1: so don't press me from dry cleaning um Tell me what you think about this one. I'm interested. I
2: like it. Uh, John Parrish produced first record uh, or first song from the upcoming record uh, Stumpwork, which is due to be released on October 21st this year. Um, feels soon, definitely uh, since the last one, but that's probably due to me playing the last record a lot. You know what I mean. Um, I Yeah, I really like this song. It's short, it's sweet. I love the whistle in the chorus. I like that she was singing a bit more in the chorus. I mean, she's dangerously close to singing on this on this uh, song. Dangerously close um, to sing. They
1: might actually sing. She might sing actually
2: sing uh, because I do think she has a, a very nice singing voice um, and I'd love to hear her sing a bit more in this record. I'd like to hear a bit more uh, by way of melodies, uh, even if it is just in the choruses. Uh, I really like this song. My only issue with the upcoming record is the cover art. I don't know. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring I this up. I knew why you were did up? they do that? Like, why? I'm not... You can only look at I'm it I'm now once. not going to buy that album. Like, that's literally what's going to happen. <laughs> like, or, I'm going to have to put it in a different sleeve. It's the most disgusting thing. <laughs> Maybe it's
1: the thing to get it's used to. It's just so yeah, horrible. Yeah, because, I mean,
2: like, the, the artwork for their first record was kind of bad in a kind of a brutalist kind of way. Like, I, I got it. I understood. Like, I think it's... The more I looked at it after I bought it, I was like, yeah, actually, I actually I quite like this artwork. But this is just... I mean, go Google it if you haven't seen it. Dry cleaning stump work. Well, we describe it in full. I do, I've, I've, I'll literally full? feel sick if I do. Yeah, you, you describe it. I can't do it. <laughs> okay. Uh, while Andrea is
1: not going to listen, it's uh, uh, it's bar of soap with some possible pubic hair or body hair on it. And the body hair is in a shaped, in the title, stump work. It's so it's, horrible. And it's resting at the end of a bath and it's very lathery at the end and it's it's still wet. And it's so, like it, Yeah, it's not something you wanna be no. looking at that much. And like now. look, I'm Fair I'm not one of those
2: people who's like super over the top squeamish about hair. Like if someone finds a hair in their food, I'm not gonna go and like scream or freak out about it or whatever. I'm like, it's only hair. But like I don't know. It's just something about that. Just how horrible this is. I really hate it. I hate it. so much. <laughs> to put it on your album cover, it's it's fucking like, album yeah, cover. Like you know, following up a very very successful record. I, I'm just like, why did you? I know why they did it. Um,
1: it's it's not even the most gross thing body thing I've seen this week. And uh, I don't know if you see if you follow Brezzy or seen Brezzy's Instagram lately. No. Um, but he put up a video of, um some wax that he got taken out of his ear it's absolutely disgusting um you know, he had covid recently and i'm, I'm
2: more get, into that uh, than i am the hair <laughs>
1: right he got his ears checked out and uh what looked like uh, a prawn sized piece of wax got pulled Ooh. out it was absolutely disgusting Ooh, i don't and I couldn't stop thinking about it for about five hours. I Monday. don't mind that. I was that. like, this is gross. I'm going to be
2: honest, I don't mind that. <laughs> you know, the way some, some people no. watch like pimple popping things, which I, oh. I, I find disgusting. I feel like, I feel like wax. I mean, I, it, it would just earwax would be like, I just need one video to be recommended to me on my feed and I'd click it once and then I'm gone and <laughs> down the rabbit hole. So I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to well, seek it out. I'm currently off social media, so I'm, I'm safe. I don't but, think you'd be able to forget it. If yeah. You,
1: it was a bit like watching that scene an alien Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, like yeah. something that's been
2: distracted <laughs> from his body
1: that isn't quite um it isn't quite human quite dead not quite <laughs>
2: alive oh <laughs> 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 <Aww>. well <clears throat> like our, our thoughts to, thoughts and prayers to Brezzy and his ear. Hope you recover. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I hope you recover Nile speaking
1: of I I was doing I was doing a workout in the house this morning and uh uh doing a plank mm. right on uh, in the living room and uh you know you do your planks and whatever and uh look to my right <laughs> And in it, within 30 seconds, the cat in the house had uh, dropped a very small, dead uh, oh mouse beside my <laughs> me. Oh, no. Uh,
4: I mean, I was like, I mean oh, thank that, you, cat. Where that come Very from? nice
2: gift. Thank you so much. But, oh, that's so upsetting. Oh, the poor little like, it was mouse, very close
1: really. to me. I was like, oh, oh fuck. And was it, it is. fully
2: dead? <sighs> it was okay. Dead. Well, that's something. Yeah, at dead. least it wasn't like... Writhing around, yeah, not the first yeah. time she's done my that. My cat is not, not an outdoor cat because we live that. on like the fourth floor of an apartment block. So thankfully, sometimes I I'll open my bedroom. Did you can't get down? Um, to like a Did you can't go downstairs? No, no, she can't go outside. No. Um, never. we've a, a very large balcony outside, so she goes out there and um talks shit to the birds as they're flying past and gives it loads. And then if one of them right. lands on the balcony, she uh she gets real quiet then actually but um Mm. yeah no sometimes i'll open my bedroom door to like just a dead spider and i'll be like and then she's like sitting there looking up at me like like, thank you that's very nice of you thank you um but yeah no thankfully no dead um a a friend of my old housemate went home for a weekend um a few years ago i just remember this now and his cat bobby brought him a dead um like vole was it a vole you know one of those kind of like little creatures that like live under the ground really cute little faces um and they like dig up all your stuff yeah just brought it to the house as like a extra special present for him being home for the weekend very upsetting
1: yeah yeah well no i'm still getting used to that still getting used to the cat yes yeah Um, dogs don't dogs don't do that that. no no at all no. Um it's weird. Is weird. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um, um from furry rodents to new uh, beginnings. Tree <laughs> <women>. <laughs> um this is a uh, my next choice is actually an album as well because I you know when you you just you hear an album you're like yeah you hear an act you're like I would just listen to an album's worth of those well it turns out you can listen to two albums worth of this band because they're called Automatic their new album came out uh, last Friday on Stone's Throw and this is a song from the second album it's called Excess the album's uh, called Excess and this song is called New Beginning (laughs) So uh, that is automatic. Uh, Song is called uh, "New Beginning," and their album is "Excess." So a couple of months ago, I made a kind of a post-punk, new wave kind of dance uh, playlist for the Patreon listeners and uh, supporters. And I think I put one of their songs on it. I think I must have put a few because uh, add the likes of Skinner in there as well as the stuff like uh, ESG, Liquid, Liquid, um, Conk, Maximum Joy, The Units. Uh, bus tetras so there was a lot of that kind of music that is um it it falls between the venn diagram between like dance electronic and a uh, post-punk and new wave mm. so these are the latest kind of uh trio to do that kind of thing and they do it across the whole album they are izzy uh, lola and hallie three cool names, cool and names. from la and uh the just a really lovely album of, of that kind of vibe. It's uh, It's got a bit of pop smart. It's got a bit of the post-punk thing. It's new wavy. It's got uh, a just really lovely production as well. And I think that's the other thing. A lot of that kind of post-punk new wave music is, um, you know, it's, it's very old. And so it's interesting to hear when someone does it with um. N- modern production techniques and how they do it. Mm. So uh, I really like this a lot. It's great. They're a band called Automatic. Not the easiest, certainly easy enough to find on Spotify and streaming services, but not if you're Googling them. It's not one the best. Mm. Uh, automatic underscore band, I think, is their thing on social. So you can find them there. Uh, XS is the name of the album anyway. Uh, Stone's Throw, a very reliable label, of course, mostly releasing hip hop stuff. So, uh, yeah, a great thing to uh, delve into they say their second album uh, rise to the imaginary edge where the seventies underground meets the corporate culture of the eighties. Uh, that fleeting moment when that was once, what was once cool turned and became mainstream all for the sake of consumerism. So that's some of the reason why apparently they made this album. So, um, corporate culture and extravagance uh, i think you see that in the videos and stuff like that mm. as well so you can check that out they're very cool um design art design for their record as well and uh, some of their press photos so
2: yeah really into that cool yeah they sound right up my street i'm gonna to listen to that album today um okay so my next choice uh is i think yeah uh anamika new song twin um First time hearing from Anna since uh, early 2020, I believe. Um, so this is uh, this is a truly, truly wonderful song. I absolutely love this. Uh, this is Twin. <laughs> lost awesome, in the music there. <laughs> didn't even realise you'd come back. Uh, Anamika Twin uh, there. Yeah, like I said, first time we've heard from her since um, the album uh, Idle Mind back in 2020. That was a big uh, early lockdown album for me. Um, I think her label very kindly sent me the LP of it and I wasn't familiar with it before and I put it on and just listened to it for for days and days and days. I loved, I absolutely loved that record. Um, and ha- haven't returned to, you know, like there's something about the music that I listened to in like the first lockdown that I found it hard to kind of return to. So I haven't found myself returning to that album. But then when I saw that she'd released this, I was like, yeah, I'm ready again now um, to get back into anime because she is playing um, another love story um, in... August uh, I believe and yeah I, I just think she's such a talent um like she's she's got such a beautiful voice she's a wonderful way of kind of structuring songs like there's a great there's a great movement in this song songs a great sense of movement um and a great kind of inventiveness in in the chords she uses and yeah it's just it's really really lovely like you just you do find yourself just becoming completely lost in it um and it's i think it's about five minutes long is that right five minutes 18 um but like you you don't feel that go by you kind of you kind of get to the end of it and you're like oh more please (laughs) so um i I actually i don't have information about um an upcoming album in front of me i don't know if you know what the story Um, is with that uh
1: did i say anything about that one i think it's no i don't think there's anything announced yet but uh there certainly is a band playing on this, including Rosie yes. Plain from This Is The Kit. Uh, Matthew Jacobson, you may have seen a lot on Behind The Drum Kit on Irish gigs. Ryan Harrigan, of course, uh, on uh, synths and piano. Normally, he normally plays a lot of uh, sax as well mm-hmm. with Kojak and Rachel Lavelle. Mm-hmm. And Corvinus Venus on strings. Um, I don't think there's anything being announced yet in terms of oh, uh, an okay. album or anything like yeah. that, but I presume later in the year well,
2: when, the, when those leaves off. start turning brown I'm just saying Anna seems like a good time for it um, yeah I, <laughs> what I like with it she says uh, the song touches on memory versus reality and the romanticization of certain memories and I like that um, it's a song about that but it's also a song that you could imagine somebody would listen to while kind of carrying out that act like it is it, it's quite a romantically produced song um it's a very it's a mm. it's a it's a very singular vibe very cozy very warm very autumnal I'll say it um and yeah just beautiful I think her voice sounds wonderful the lyrics are are fantastic and yeah I, lo- I love this and uh I did go back and listen to Idle Mind again and uh, I'm I, I was ready for it which is really nice um and yeah it's a wonderful Good. album I really really like her
1: Lovely, lovely. Well, another album from me then, because that was seemed to be the vibe this month. Um, because there's no point in just picking. We I have picked this band before, but uh, yeah, they're, br- th- they're
2: becoming album. little mainstays <laughs> on the podcast. I quite like it.
1: Yeah, I I don't know how this happened, but uh, Robo Cobra Quartet, thanks a million. Your album uh, "Living Isn't Easy" is a lovely. Yeah, and I'm gonna play it a song. It's very good. Some of a bit of a nine minute song from them called uh, "Chromo Sued," and then we come back.
3: Got keys, got out, shit house, shit flat, got keys, got out, shit house, shit flat, got keys, got out, shit house.
1: So Chromo Suit is a nine minute track from the album Living Ain't Easy. uh, Chiefly concerned with the Irish housing crisis. That line there is shit house, shit flat, got keys, got out. Um, And their Belfast post-punk jazzy experimental band uh, Living Isn't Easy is their second album, I want to say. Am I right there? Am I saying that correctly? Um, I believe it is maybe the third actually. Um, been around for a while since 2016, um, 20 before, 2014, but yeah, two albums. That's the third album, sorry. So, living isn't easy. Uh, we pre- previously played the song Wellness, uh, which uh, takes those lyrics, um, their entire lyrics from a Sunday Times article about uh, wellness influencers, which is very, very
2: funny. And then there was um, a, a, li- a little remix I'll- with, with. Uh... Yourself that they put on uh <laughs> was it their TikTok or their Instagram or something? It was very, very funny. Yeah, I, think I enjoyed so. that.
1: Yeah, I forgot about that. I must, uh, yeah, it must, must be the <laughs> that was great <laughs> where they put my words over the song. Yeah. Can I wonder if I can find it here and, uh, and, and really close the loop on this experience, um, completely? If I'm,
2: I, I mean, um, guys, I'm leaving it open. I am available to be sampled. That's all I'm saying.
1: I was saying that one of their like uh, one of their tu- one of their new tunes could actually be a uh, a um, you could sample that and make a good rappy out of it. Oh, so well. you know the song what song was it? Uh, Kill more close, I believe. Mm. Maybe um uh, really really lovely and uh, like it's that jazzy experimental stuff. Now they do. They, I've seen even Chris uh, Ryan, who's Essentially the, the visible member, the leader of this group saying uh <laughs> when the album came out, it was like, Hey, we're gonna rule Sprechig sang, yeah. Or whatever you say that word, uh forever. Uh like the spoken word, the German word for spoken uh word delivery, which you know Dry cleaning technically is and a lot of bands at the moment technically are, but like it's not really like that for me. It's not like here's some Playing guitar mm. and uh, they do lots of stuff. I think Robocop recorded. It's quite imaginative. It's quite uh, the arrangements are quite interesting and uh, expansive. And there's lots going on there. And there's uh, they they do we out a fair mm. bit as well. I so, think there's a great clarity uh, to, yeah, great. to
2: the way the, the way they use the sprek kazang thing. Like it's not it's yeah. not kind of um, very like a, a lot of that current um, spoken word. Post punk stuff, which this band aren't, but um, a lot of that is is very like the lyrics tend to be a bit obscure, and I I quite like how upfront this band are about what it is that they're saying, what it is that they're mm. writing music about. Um, True, there's something yeah, they write about actual. Yeah, topics, there's something so really refreshing a ab- about things, that. Um, I mean, I, I I love dry cleaning, and I love them for f- exactly for their obscurity in, in in their lyrics, but um, but this is a nice kind of another side uh to. To that spectrum, because we we don't need more bands who are doing what directly they are doing or doing what that sort. Of, I mean, we we were starting to get a bit saturated, but it's great to hear like a a a jazz band sound like this, like a kind of a you know, it's 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 hard to put your finger on what it is that they're doing, and I think that that's what is exciting about them. Um, and they have a great sense of humor, um, as well, which I really really like in a band. Um, but it's not they're not. Only that—that's not all. It is it's backed up by by serious playing talent, um, and yeah, I, th- I think they're great. They're just—they're just such a breath of fresh air. I think they're great. Yeah,
1: here is that—that um, that the clip. Clip, <laughs> <to> close the <laughs> loop on this all. Me, this is <laughs> me, me on the podcast uh, in song form uh, over their song Wellness, reading out the the lyrics to Wellness and the article that inspired it. Uh, the first thing I do is scrape my tongue using a copper tongue scraper to get rid of the toxins that accumulate over. I give my body, which has 7.5% fat, just enough food for energy. Eating is for fuel. I'm strict as hell 90% of but relax the other 10% of the time. Once a week, I eat chips and have a drink, usually a Negroni, which is the most ketogenic. On Saturdays, I follow my hyperbaric oxygen therapy with a magnesium and an amino acid. And <laughs> there you go. That's uh, that's all of it now. That's all of it now. We can close that. That's Robocobo Quartet. Album's very good. Living isn't easy. Uh, third album from them. Belfast Band. Yes. Thank you. Andrea Cleary. Your next choice.
2: My next choice is uh, someone I was hanging out with this morning. <laughs> Hello. little <laughs> rock star Ooh. lifestyle here. Um, yeah, I'm going to do a little plug, actually. Um, I did a, a bonus episode of My Favourite Album, an emergency broadcast episode of My Favourite Album with Alva Reddy this morning um, because herself, Maria Kelly and May Kay are putting on a Avril Levine night tomorrow night celebrating 20 years of uh, Let Go by Avril Levine, the greatest album ever made. Um, so got Alva in this morning and we just had, had a little gush about it but um, regardless of whether or not I was Lovely. seeing her this morning, um, her new track, A Mess, is... Um, uh, definitely one of the best tracks I've heard uh, this month, if not the best I think it's a brilliant, brilliant song uh, great music video as well uh, someone else who has who has a, a great kind of sense of humour, uh, especially in kind of music videos and stuff um, but yeah, this is A Mess by Alva Reddy, it sounds like this
1: already with a mess, so is this uh you can give us the entire scoop is this uh from a new album she's based in london now yeah. right? she's uh she's in a new
2: chapter of her new career, chapter life, of maybe. Her career of her life yeah, um so the album is finished um I don't know when it's going to come out, but I think it's m- maybe later in the year um but I'm open to correction on that um yeah, I just think this is great. I think Alva is a great melody writer, um kind of first and foremost she's a great ear for melodies. Um, and then when you kind of, when you pair that with the kind of distorted, the grungy guitar and in, in this track, the, the kind of grungy vocals as well. Um, I just think it's lovely. Yeah, it's got great pace, great lyrics. Um, it's, it kind of works as a pop song as well. Like you can you can dance along to it. You, it, it reminded me a bit of like a kind of a, a pressure to party on, on Julia Jacklin's, uh crushing album. Um, yeah, I just think it's 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 really great. I've been playing a a lot this month. So yeah, since it came out.
1: Yeah, definitely hear a Julia Jacqueline influence yeah. there. Um, and nothing nothing wrong
2: with, wrong that. with that. Nothing oh, wrong with that no. Child. We, we don't yeah. mind that here. Lovely, lovely. Yeah. Um.
1: Well, we're in the middle of festival season, and I'm still looking. I'm looking ahead to some of the festivals that I'm actually DJing at. Playing on the Other Side on July 9th and uh, all together now uh, on the Sunday. I believe closing one of the stages so that'll be interesting and then'll be their lumo on the Saturday, so basically <clears throat> I'm trying to make some more concerted effort to devote maybe an hour uh, of not each day but most days to doing some dj practice and I think a part of that I've been listening to this song this week and kind of gone hmm' this practicing
2: might find its pressing way a in button somewhere. on the laptop isn't I, what?
1: Sorry, (laughs) pressing the button on the
3: decks, excuse me.
2: That's all them DJs do these days, just pressing a button on a laptop So that's all we do we press buttons.
1: (laughs) You press buttons, you're pressing buttons when you're writing articles, you're pressing buttons when you're playing tunes. It's it's all all the one, really. Um, so this is a Sworn Virgins remix of Hot Chips Down, which uh, yeah, you might hear some at some time this summer if you come and see me play. a big festively banger from uh sworn virgins is the remix uh hot chip down is the original uh hot chip of a new album out in august as well uh called freak out release um and that track is one that I released a few months ago it uh features a sample of uh, universal togetherness um and that's the sample you can hear there as well and sworn virgins are a duo uh, the singer is the band is from the band warm doucher called clams baker what a uh, I presume that's a made up ma- name it should be if it isn't uh, he should make that name <laughs> up if it, isn't. Uh, it doesn't sound like a real name at all does it, it sounds like something you some you might see in uh, the t- or the game leisure suit larry or something clams baker um, I understood anyway. some of what you know just said <laughs> <laughs> that's fine somebody will understand me Uh a weird this weird game i used to have on What's pc it years ago leisure never... center
2: quartet what was it <laughs>
1: Leisure suit Larry. Okay. it's like I think it's actually a bit like i don't think it, i don't think it had the full version and I think actually the full version was pretty like explicit and probably definitely not p c in terms of uh pretty correct, not personal computer these days um i i think it was, i think the whole vibe of the game was like you had to like basically get with women i think oh fun
2: <laughs> like the like the real yeah, life I think the it game. Was <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think it was something, yeah, something pretty. Now I'm just remembering that. I'm like, hmm, that's mm, weird. There you go. Anyway, uh, Camps Baker is his name. Warm Doucher is the band. Uh, Sworn Virgins is the remix. And uh, Down is the song. And Hot Chipper, the original band. So we are down to our last two choices. Yeah. Um, apologies for that strange diversion. I enjoyed it. Uh, um, strange uh, adults themed uh, PC games of the late 1980s, maybe? <laughs> whoa okay then you can
2: bring your kids back into the room um yes okay so my last choice is a is a song um from 2021 so um uh yeah it took me a while to get around to this album i was out on my um my balcony yesterday doing some gardening repotting some plants so obviously i put on Courtney Barnett, um, avant-gardener, which is the song I always put on when I'm gardening uh, for obvious reasons and I just sort of let the Spotify play through um, and it started playing her new album from last year, her her 2021 album, which I I don't know why I never got around to listening to it, it's called uh, Things Take Time Take Time and the first song on it uh, was a single as well, it's called Ray Street. And I just I had to stop what I was doing because I just thought the song was so good, and I listened to it probably about three or four times in a row. After that, it's um yeah it's one of the best songs I've heard in a while. Um and yeah, I just wanted to bring it to people's attention in case like me you miss you missed out on this album. Um I think it came out and kind of like one of my pals was saying uh, I I sent it to him and he was saying that I th- I think it came out like in winter time, and to me Courtney Barnett is like a more of a like languageid summer sort of thing he was saying. So um people might have missed out on it, but yeah, this is called uh, Ray Street by Courtney Barnett.
6: Don't feel so
1: bad, Andrea, about maybe not catching up on Cordy Barnett. So as soon as it came out, Things Take Time, They Take Time. That's what the name of the album is. So, uh, Take Time. Yeah, I saw her appear on the Glastonbury cover. I was like, oh, yeah, I hadn't thought about Cordy Barnett
2: for a while. I don't know why. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, I haven't seen the the Glastonbury uh, set yet, but I will definitely... definitely kind of go and root it out yeah I was just really floored by this song I was just like oh it was just really nice to hear her again and hear that she's still making great music and yeah I just, I, I'm a really big fan of hers um, and I actually I, I listened to the whole album then yesterday like twice all the way through um, and it's great it's really really great I really like it I've been just sending it to everyone being like do you know Courtney Barnett? <laughs> Just about, you, know, like, you heard this, bro? <laughs> have, have you ever heard this before? You know this chick? Um yeah, so that's my my kind of my nod to something that I that is old but that I've discovered um this month and will be playing quite a lot this year, I imagine.
1: Cool. Um speaking of last actually, one thing I didn't mention the one time I was there, the, the, the what the thing I overheard somebody say that I think about it, every time I was watching, especially over the weekend when I was watching the The way that people pronounce Glastonbury. So, Glastonbury. Yeah, when we're walking through the fields, uh, like the campsite. And hearing these two English people have conversations like, yeah, see, the Americans say it like the, like the fruit and we say it like the <laughs> cheese. So, Because you know, glass- all the Americans always say Glastonbury and then the English like Glastonbury, Glastonbury. So, it just, the fruit uh,
2: and the cheese, that's brilliant. That's a great so way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was that's like, a, it just yeah. stick,
1: it stuck with me ever since I went like whatever that was, like 10, yeah. or 12 years ago.
3: Like
2: that. I say so. glas- Glastonbury, yeah. Glastonbury, that's, but yeah, but the, I feel like that's the, right. the English said I a bit more that.
1: like clothes, like Glastonbury, Glastonbury,
2: you know? <laughs> Glastonbury. Well, look, the, the English say all sorts of things, um, but um, yeah, yeah, it, there was a, there was a bit of that. Uh, I think Billy Eilish said Glastonbury. There was there was a good bit of Glastonbury. I just um, wondered, like, on, on uh, the did stage. the American
1: performers, especially, did they ever just go, "Hold on, we're all saying it wrong because everyone else here says it differently"? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's like,
2: yeah, just, but I mean, just, say, saying it in that way might be might be hard for Americans to kind of wrap That's their right. mouths around, yeah. you know, like it's, yeah, we're, we're a bit closer. um, But, yeah. yeah, like English place names, when you go over and you're like, oh, it's like, I can't think of an example right now, but they, they try and trick you. It's, it's, it's to tell that you're not from there because you'll... I'm going to give you a moment from. to think about that. Like St. Like if if it's like St. Thomas's, they'll be like St. Thomas's and it has to be like St. <laughs> Thomas's. Because <laughs> if you say the word saint, even though it's spelled out, they're like, "Oh, you're not from you're not from these parts." I'm like, no, I'm
3: not.
1: It's <laughs> like when you go to Cork and you, and you accidentally call uh, the Collins venue Cocklands, and people are like, "You're not
2: from Cork." I was like, you know "Oh, really? Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> that's definitely good to know." Yeah, Collins, not Cocklands. Okay, no Do that. we have any of that in
1: Dublin? Uh, Let's play the oh, next okay. our final song and have a think about it. Yeah,
2: we'll have a think okay. about that.
1: Okay. Um this is from a a Dublin artist called Anna Leah. Now every week I do the I I listen to big part of my 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 self-appointed 909 9 job is that I listen to like hundreds of of songs every week. Uh and at dot at com is the place for Irish artists to send uh, new music to me. So I I listen to absolutely everything that gets sent in that guaranteed and this was one of the discoveries I included in the weekly uh, new Irish tracks to check out this week. Uh, great new Irish tracks you should hear this week. Uh, Anna the song's called I Wonder. Let's play a bit of it now. Took
4: out my pains while I thought of you use yellows and blues but i cannot choose the colors behind the eyes you hide from me
1: So that's Analia, song called I Wonder. Just a, a new artist, Discovery, has a few tracks out um, over the last year and a half. That's the latest single. I think it's uh, it's really lovely. And and I guess it kind of closes the loop again. Little bit Julie Jacqueline kind of vibe there as well. Um, doesn't have a lot of listeners, so get on her. That's singer-songwriter, indie artist from Dublin, Analia. Um, yeah, you can check that out. Um, but yeah, I added that to a lot of playlists recently uh, just really like what she's doing and i think you might too and speaking of place names ah. oh uh, do you
2: have one i don't have uh, one
1: well dunleary would be pretty hard to pronounce for most people if you don't if you've never yeah. heard before D'Alear street.
3: D'Alear. D'Alear street. D'Alear. Oh, D'Alear yeah delir street oh yeah
2: dolier street Dalier street i thought it was for years when i just yeah. saw it on maps like yeah <laughs> dolier street yeah delir street i think is is the is is the best one that's perfect yeah. yeah,
1: that'll do. That'll do now. Yeah,
2: that's where that's that'll that's do. where I'd, i I get the bus home. Very, uh, good. Very good. So if you if you're one of my stalkers, add that to your add that to your list of ways to find me. Um sorry, I said Annalia
1: uh Hamilton in there, I think. I think it's Sheridan, Annalia Sheridan is her okay Instagram handle, so check it out. Yeah. Pink tree Analia. There you go.
2: Great. Um do you have All any right. other businesses this month?
1: Um, I mean, I I tell you, I there is a great film that I'd like to recommend if you have not seen it. Um, I have a movie subscription and I've been really enjoying uh, having that. And I, and I wouldn't watch everything. I wouldn't watch it too regularly, but it's really nice to be able to watch. Um, just really good um art house films. And the worst person in the world is one of the best films I've seen this year. It's a, a kind of a, it's a it's a drama comedy all sorts um it's a Norwegian film Joachim Trier is the director um I found it very moving and one of those films is really hard to describe because it doesn't have it does have a discernible plot it's about relationships but there's a load a whole load of nuance there there's a whole load of Mm -hmm. um it's about meeting people at different points in your lives and and you know getting together and talking about the future and, and and how sometimes those uh, sliding door situations don't seem to happen. And they do sometimes. And, you know, everyone being in a different position uh, in their own lives and, uh,
2: I found it very moving actually very
1: very moving mm. uh, really interesting I've seen the
2: first third of it um and fell asleep and keep meaning to go and <laughs> like watch it again and finish it but uh I was it, uh, no that's not not a slight on the film I was just very tired when I put it on um yeah. but yeah I keep meaning to go back and watch it because like the even just the bit that I saw um, had really great performances, like from everybody. The central performance is excellent, but just everybody that's in it is really good. Um, yeah. So, it's really good. yeah,
1: it's really good. It's really good. And I watched that uh, the weekend. Yeah, very hard to make a film like that, which you know is is a lot about feeling and about mood and about what it leaves you with, and uh, and they're very mm. small. Um, ideas in a way but uh, i really really love that one so definitely wanted to shout that out um the other thing i watched in terms of tv was um i started watching this last night because uh, i read an article about it uh called couples therapy literally okay. uh a reality tv show where couples are go to therapy and uh it's pretty fascinating i have to say um so definitely very intimate and uh but if you ever wonder what happens behind closed doors at therapy sessions, this is literally a way to have a look. at Wow, uh, it's very, very interesting, and it's not—it's not sensationalized. I don't think, in the way that like other reality TV shows, it's not—it's not—it's not a crass one. It's trying
0: to—it's okay. a bit more
1: highbrow, maybe. Um, but really interesting. Yeah. Um. Other than that, I—I I mean, I don't think I've—I don't think I've been watching anything other than uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, which I enjoyed for what it was. That was it. Mm.
2: I I have have a book recommendation um, The Sea Women by Chloe Timms Um, I think my review of it will be out this Sunday in the Business Post Uh, It is absolutely wonderful The Handmaid's Tale with Mermaids is basically the the top line Um, It's about an island uh, upon which there is a very small population um, who are uh stopped from kind of leaving the island uh it's somewhere in kind of the the irish sea or uh, off the coast of england it's not it's not very clear um there's a a priest at the center of it all and and basically the women on the island are um Kept away from the sea because of the sea women who reside in there and the sea is a corrupting force uh, for women on the island. So if there's ever any sort of like, you know, sin or anything, it's due to the sea women and it's due to the corruption of the sea on the women. But also the women in in that other way kind of get blamed for like if there's a storm or if something happens to the livestock or whatever. um, It's like, oh, well, obviously a, a woman on the island has been sinning. And then it, it kind of turns into this kind of like witch hunt situation. It's absolutely brilliant. I, it's such a like original like take on that sort of like That style of dystopia, like it, it it does have that sort of very, um, obviously very prescient, um, thematic material in terms of women and autonomy, um, and certainly like religious influence on women's bodies, um, but also it ha it does have that that sort of um, like that mermaidy thing, almost like the shape of water sort of thing it's really really great i cannot recommend it highly enough it's one of the best books i've read this year i really really enjoyed it um and then what are my other two recommend Uh, two more oh yeah i started i haven't finished it yet i have two episodes left it's only short i think it's only seven or eight episodes um the midwitch cuckoos uh which is um series uh based on a science fiction novel from the 50s i believe um uh, which is about uh, an english village in which um every woman of like childbearing age um becomes pregnant uh, overnight and uh it kind of follows follows on from that idea um so everyone's pregnant and uh, they have the kids and the kids are very scary um and it's midwich cuckoos because cuckoos um they don't build their own nests for their young. They they lay their eggs in other birds' nests and uh, trick the other birds into thinking that it's their uh, egg. So it's very clever. Um, I've never read the novel. I think I will read the novel after watching it. Um, but who's in it? Uh, what's her name from Line of Duty? Uh, oh, you haven't watched Line of Duty, have you? Uh, I'm mean, um, vaguely
1: familiar from seeing Gogglebox, basically. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um, I've never watched it though. I can't remember her name. She plays. Um, um, uh, Ke- Keely Hawes. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. H a w e s. She's in it. Uh, she plays like uh, the child psychologist in it. And yeah, it's got really, really good casts, really good performances. It's well produced. Um, it's not like a huge, huge budget, but I think that adds to its charm. Um, and very visually engaging show. So yeah, we've two episodes of it left, but we've been really enjoying it. Um, and then the other thing I'm enjoying, my last thing is um, uh, an audiobook book, um, which is Demon Voices uh, by Philip Pullman, Essays and Storytelling. Um, and yeah, Philip Pullman is one of, if not my favorite author, um, author of the His Dark Materials trilogy and the Book of Dust tri- trilogy. Uh, I'm also listening to the secret Commonwealth as well which I read when it came out but um i just I need I need a, a book that is familiar to me to like fall asleep to um so I've been listening to that while I'm going to sleep but um demon voices is yeah so es- essays on storytelling um kind of annotated ones that he might have written um in like the 90s and then after like he'll he'll read out the essay and then kind of make any changes or whatever but um for anyone out there who does um certainly creative writing certainly fiction writing but i think writing of any kind um it's it's well worth um a read there's some very practical tips on um story structure and storytelling but also um kind of broader things about like what is the responsibility of of the fiction writer or what is the responsibility of um of writers in general and about like protecting language and uh but, but while also making sure that you know we're we're engaged with how how it evolves so yeah if you're at all interested in fiction writing or or in in the english language um i would highly recommend it uh i got it on audible because i forgot i had an audible subscription um and i have like you know the way you get free credit every month. I've got like mm. eight credits, and I've I've like cancelled my subscription. But now I have like eight credits to use up. Um, so if anyone has any audiobook recommendations, um, do let me know. I got the complete Sherlock Holmes as well for when I'm finished the Secret Commonwealth, I can fall asleep listening to Sherlock Holmes. And um, but yeah, if anyone has any audiobook recommendations, I'm uh, I'm here for them. Yeah, I've I've
1: kind of got off the audiobooks recently. Um, yeah, I have I've, an, I've, I do have an Audible subscription. It's the only Amazon thing I have. Um, Because I was trying to get away from them, but it's kind of like just always you. I end up using it every now and again, but only really to. Like put on as a relaxing thing yeah. really well if system,
2: so. if anyone out there wants to get away from Amazon and still wants to listen to audiobooks you can download the app Libby L-I-B-B-Y um, and you can if you have a, a a library card if you're a member of your local library um, it's so so easy you literally just put in your library card number um, and if you don't know where your library card is you can get it from the library website it's very easy uh, you put it in and you have access to like Hundreds, thousands of audiobooks and like you know, good good ones. And if they don't have one, you can request it, and they get it for you, and you're supporting your local library. So lovely. I um, think I actually did try Libby, and do that. I must try it again. It didn't work for me. Yeah. So uh, and you can also get eBooks on it. You can. Um, so the only thing about the eBooks is if you use a Kindle, which I do, you can't. You can't read them on the Kindle, but you can read them on your phone. So if like I, I I do read ebooks on my phone sometimes if I'm out and about and if I've forgotten my Kindle. But if you have an e-reader, like a Kobo or something that isn't Amazon, um, you can get it on your e-reader, which is fantastic. And yeah, you can get um the Sunday papers you can get like your you can get the New Yorker on it um you can get like the London Review of Books you can get all your magazines like it's free like the library it's like it never ceases to amaze me what your local library can do I mean why not (laughs) why not shout out the uh, library again
1: shout Um, out the library yeah Um, never um, never not give saying how great it is so yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I was only thinking this morning. Really I, need to to go back. Back. I need to go back. I need and I, I needed a. Well, I mean, I haven't read anything. I've just been reading New Yorkers as usual. Yeah. Um, so I've been, I've been. Well, I've if been you wanted to read your New Yorker
2: really. on, um, on a, a, a device like if you've an iPad or something, and, um, if anyone out there is like you know would like to read the New Yorker and doesn't want to pay for the subscription or can't afford the subscription, you can read it for free through through your library so
1: yes and we're there again we're there again thank you very much for uh the library have sent you a check in the post and uh
2: <sighs> yeah <laughs> i i just i've just I, I would work for free for the library if the library want to get wants to get in touch with me and have me do comms for them i will do that <laughs> more than happy to i just I'm love the you, library i'm here for you <laughs> we, we here for you we um, but yeah, you. that's all my recommendations uh, <laughs> we for,
1: for this <laughs> We're here for you. <laughs> that, that's a succession reference.
2: <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: lovely, lovely. Okay. All right. We'll be back next week. Right. See you in July. Patreon.com forward
2: slash nine, 9 We never plugged it.
1: We did. We did.
2: Did we? Okay. We did, well, once no again, doing it again. for slash Thank nine. you. Nine. Um, Thank you. Andrea. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>